was an evening in Bangor, in Maine, as they say, when a gigantic man was found typing away. He was hunched in his kitchen, empty chairs all around, clipping together a myriad of sound. His table, once intended for plates set with care, now boasted two microphones and a folding camp chair. This is the most silly and pointless of tasks, the giant man whispered while stretching his back, for the man didn't know what to cut or to keep. There's really good stuff, and some stuff is quite neat. Perhaps I'll just leave it for the listener to choose. And then he imagined middle fingers and booze. For a listener doesn't need every statement to be said. I'd imagine they'd all rather see me just dead than to listen to all of the boring chattering on here. So he continued to edit before the morning had appeared. Then he got an idea. An odd idea. The giant had an odd but decent idea. If there's more to be heard from the past episodes here, we'll put them together and bring them to ear. So he laughed (laughs) and smiled and took a quick break before he started on this episode. A real piece of cake. Everyone has a story to tell. We have a bottle of wine and an ear to listen. Welcome to Anecdotal Dote. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anecdotal Dote, the podcast that celebrates the stories and storytellers in all of us. I'm John Seidenberg, the guy who once stopped a fist fight with his brother because he was about to drop his cheeseburger. And with me is my friend, Laura Arnold. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is... Care to explain? I'm sorry, you once stopped a fist fight. I was fighting with my brother. I was in a fist fight with my brother. Well, half a because fist fight. Because you were about to drop your cheeseburger. Yes, I, I was one fisting it because the other fist was cheeseburgered. <laughs> and um, we were having a fight in a cafeteria, actually, um, about to do a show. And we got into a fight, an altercation, and um, I... I had to call it off because the cheeseburger was about to, and I literally went, my cheeseburger! <laughs> and, like, ran away so I could finish eating my cheeseburger. Um, what was the fight about? I don't remember. <laughs> it was last week, but, um, <laughs> no, it wasn't last week. It was several years ago, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, what is today's theme? Mistakes. Mistakes. That's an odd choice for a theme. Well, we've done a couple of these episodes already and have had a lot to cut. Or, sorry, let me try that again. Wow, this is just filling in real nicely. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Also, you touched my foot. And that <laughs> was real scary. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just like, oh, listen to your talk. What was that? Um, We've done a couple of these episodes already and have had to cut a lot of good stuff. That is true. We like to keep our episodes under 20 minutes, if we can help it, for your sanity more than anything, (laughs) listener. 
And uh, sometimes that means we have to cut some really good stuff, and it has to to go into the uh, the ash heap of history. <laughs> Never to be heard again. Never again. <laughs> but today we have a few deleted anecdotes from our first couple episodes. Enjoy. Our second episode of the series brought us our first guest, Ben Lehman from Penobscot Theatre Company's Education Department. And that also brought along the challenges of, I only have two chairs in my apartment and two microphones. So we had to do some shuffling around and I had to bring out an old red camping chair in which I was assigned to sit in. And uh, so here's what happened when we made that first initial switch. John, do you have a story about stitches and annoyance? Um... Yeah, I gotta scoot over. I gotta, I gotta get in my my, my camp area. chair. Yeah. <laughs> we should have a. Song. Your prompt is camp chair. <laughs> Insert banjo music. <laughs> so I was. Are you watching Deliverance? Well, you want you said cue banjo music. I'm just trying to do my job. I'm trying to be entertaining, okay? He's trying to help make our podcast everything it needs to be. Like. Is that better? That's gonna be our new theme song. I'll take a one-time fee. We oh Your fee is the bottle. What is of in shit? this Coke Zero? <laughs> I is got it, the old-fashioned recipe is it the where it has cocaine in it. Is it the Is it the phenyl connectronics that connect and contain the phenylalanine? <laughs> Edit. <laughs> and cut that part out. <laughs> okay, so stitches annoying. Um, so growing up, my brother and I, um, we had... Uh, we were very much in competition a lot. Uh, we had a swimming pool in the backyard and we would try and like race back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Then we also did this thing where we pretended like one of us was a SeaWorld trainer and the other one was the whale. <laughs> yeah. so, like you do. Like you do. Like <laughs> like one does. Um, and so, um, real quick sidebar, we also... Um, at, we, my brother and I did not have uh, anybody else growing up on the street, and because we were Christian boys. Sorry, um, you grew up on the street? Yeah, you were Christian boys I'm growing sorry. up on the street. <laughs> Life's tough for a gangster, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's why I work in theater now. Uh, no, sorry, on our street, it was just me and my brother. And uh, I remember our neighbor one take came, um, went into his backyard, and he was like this big, gruff uh, country man um, named Ed. And uh, he walked. He walked in the backyard, and my brother and I were playing uh, Adam and Eve in our uh, tree orchard in the back. Oh, uh, stone cold naked. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> which one was Adam, and which one was Eve? Yeah, I need I, to know. I believe I was Adam, and my brother was Eve. Do you mm. believe? Are you just um, saying that because that's what you wanted? Or no, you I, I will. I will real? say I did play the female character a lot. When we were little, but I do think in that instance I was Adam and he was Eve. Was there a serpent involved? I just the set was. (laughs) I may have to switch to a different story just because I feel like I've shared too much. (laughs) 
Um, but with this one, at one point, we used to pretend like whatever shirt the other we had decided to throw into the water was like a seal. And so we'd throw the seal into the water for the orca, the killer whale, to eat it. And I went to go throw it, and my brother went to go turn. And when he did, his foot caught on the metal stairs, Ooh, the metal yeah. ladder. And it was oh basically God. just like an apple peeler. And <gasps> took off the whole back of the heel yep, of, his, yep. of his foot. Yep. Oh my God, it's like um, Into the Woods Cinderella. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Evil steps. Exactly. And I remember, and part like, of this. no payoff. There's no payoff. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, I remember it looking like a scene from Jaws. But in reality, I there was just like a little bit of blood. And then like, I remember there was like a whole like string of his skin <gasps> following him. And he immediately started screaming <laughs> because of course you also have car- carbonated it was not carbonated water. It was chlorinated water. So all of those chemicals yeah. were lighting uh. his heel on fire. It was awful. During episode three, we had a little too much uh, libation, and Laura decided to give us her thoughts on birthdays. Okay, as as somebody who doesn't believe in most holidays or like really, really, truly support holidays, I do one hundred percent, one hundred thousand million percent that's a real technical term ladies and gentlemen believe in birthdays i think everybody in the world should celebrate their birthday if you do not like the fact that you are whatever age you are that's fine you should celebrate your birthday for your mother's sake and if you have a terrible mother you should celebrate the fact that you've made it this far in life So you go. That that just covers all the bases. You right just there. should always celebrate your birthday. It could be either like it should be a day about you. It's the only day in the whole 365 days of the year that it's a day about you. And even if you share that birthday with another human being, which like freaking all of us do, I know four other people who share my birthday. One of which is the same age. My aunt shares my birthday. There you Worst go. Worst present from my aunt ever. You. <laughs> this I'm, is so important to you. No, it is so important to me because <laughs> it it celebrates you. It's the only day yeah. that celebrates you. It's the only day, like, regardless of what your circumstances are. We all have shit, right? Like, we all have stuff. It's our day to celebrate. And it's not about how old you are. It's not about any of that. It's just like a day to celebrate you. And I think everybody should view it that way. And if they don't want to view it that way, and they have a terrific mom like I do, then, like, give thanks to your mom. It's like another day to say, like, hey, mom, thanks for birthing me. I'm sure it was hard. Thanks. I think that they deserve credit. Moms don't get enough credit because that's brutal. I wasn't expecting a five-minute sermon on birthdays, but... I just believe birthdays. And I wish... <laughs> the, even if your birthday consists of... And I say this from personal experience. Even if your day consists of getting your hair done, getting your nail done, getting a new driver's license, because let's be honest, those things are always fucking <laughs> you always need a new driver's license on your birthday so you spend half your day at the DMV happy birthday 
happy birthday you you get to go to the dmv for half the day celebrate your birthdays oh that's it's important that's some and you deserve it (laughs) that's some anecdotal advice from laura arnold was not expecting that one out of anywhere always (laughs) john do you want to talk about your first experience in theater um, well, my, my first part on stage, I was in a production of, um, Operation Christmas Child, which was a part of the Operation, um, um, I think it was, I think it's called Operation Christmas Child. Like the, the shoe, like you fill a shoe box with like toys and like sweets and stuff. And then you send them overseas to, right. to organize. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so there, well, there's a musical that's associated with it. And so our, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So a local Christian Operation church. Christmas Child. That is kind of the way the fir- opening song went. Did, was um, Yoko Ono on this tour? It, she was. N- she was not. I don't think she was available at that time. But my character, <laughs> my character was Colonel Sanders. Um, I did grow up in Kentucky, and um, <laughs> his name was Colonel Sanders, and I did him like Foghorn Leghorn, and I remember. Yes. And I remember my character's catchphrase was, I say, I say, I say, they're the pick of the lick. Oh, my God. But why is this fella dressed in overalls? That was one of my lines in the show. <laughs> that was a really good Foghorn Leghorn, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. I love much. the Looney Tunes. I'm thank impressed. you. Well, there were other characters in it. There was Gomer Smile. Oh. Instead of Gomer Pyle. Just skirting um, that copyright. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what was your first experience, Laura? Picked a perfect time to start eating a cracker, didn't you? <laughs> crackers eating crackers here on <laughs> Anecdotal Dope. That should have been our podcast name. That, that, is, that is our new name if this one falls. <laughs> crackers eating crackers. It's the goat cheese. It's really goaty. It's got a tang. Really goaty? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any advice to help out our listeners in their everyday lives? Yes, I do. Of course you do. Don't ever offer to take something from a child. Um, how often have you offered to take things away from children? I'm glad that you've asked that. I worked at a candy store at the Cincinnati airport in Cincinnati, Ohio. This cannot possibly end well. Oh, just you wait. It is <laughs> so great. Um, so I was working at the candy store, and it's an international airport, and we would always have around like three or four o'clock, we would always have a Paris flight. It was a really fascinating place because you got to people watch, but you also got to meet and, and, and interact with people from different countries, too. So it was a really, for an actor and for someone who is a people watcher, it was mm-hmm. a dream job. Yeah. And... Um, this French man comes in with two daughters and he's the only one who can speak any kind of English. His daughters only speak French. And so they come in, they're looking through the, you know, the multitude of candy options. And the one daughter chooses Necco wafers, um, which are... Are those those wafers with like the, um, like the, I don't know, it's not really a filling. I guess it's kind of... It's like, it's like a, like a, a tube of different like discs of like flavored basically chalk like if you imagine smarties but but like but like crispy like thin crispy versions of smarties basically old people love them 
Um, hello, old people who are probably not listening. So they're like terrible smarties. Yes. Like awful smarties, awful smarties. Um, so she ends up getting a package of those and, um, she, she spent a lot of time at the old people table, which is, we, (laughs) we always used to call that the memory lane table because that had all like the old fashioned candies that had been out of circulation for a while. And the old people always went crazy for them because they're like, oh, I've not seen a sugar daddy in 90 years. Um, <laughs> that happened a lot, actually. In 90 years? How old were they? 105? Yeah. A lot of, lot of, <laughs> lot of ancient men and women came through that, that store. Um, and then they go, to, they go to cash out. And so I'm ringing them up or whatever. And the oldest daughter goes to hand over her Necco wafers. And she hands it to me. And I... And I pick it up, and as soon as I scan it and hand it back to her, I feel that it's sopping wet. And I'm like, what on earth is on this Necco wafer? So I hand the Necco wafer, I go to hand the the sopping wet Necco wafers back to her. And when she grabs them, I guess she hadn't realized that she had slobbered all over the packaging. (laughs) So when she took them back from me, I guess she thought that my hands had secreted a bunch of ooze. (laughs) And so she looked at me like, what gross American has just slobbered all over my Necco wafers? And so she looked at me weird. I cashed him out. They were walking out of the store. And then she turned back to her dad and was speaking to her speaking to him in French and was like, Oh, this is really gross. We need a different one. And so he was like, Oh, she says there's something wrong with this one. Can we switch it out? So he hands it back to me. So I have to take this slobbered on gross mucus covered neck away for take it back, throw it in the trash can, cut my hand off and, and burn it so I don't develop any kind of diseases For from our this child. John has one robotic hand. It's true. <laughs> um, okay, sorry. Can we just talk about, like, this is not really the same, but this reminds me. I used to work in an indoor amusement park and I worked at the information desk. So I was like, the information hub is also the person who sold you all the tickets to do all the things. One day, this family comes in and this kid got like, wasn't feeling super well. So I'm talking to the parents, like selling them their things. And then I'm, they've decided on what they want. So I'm putting wristbands on all the people. And all of a sudden this kid is like ready to vomit and his mom sees it happening. And in, and like in one motion puts her hand out to catch the vomit, looks at me and goes, where's the bathroom? And I point and she just like holds the vomit and still manages to like guide the kid to the bathroom. <laughs> it was the most absurd thing ever. And I was like, what? Like, good on you, mom, for making my life easier. <laughs> and also, sorry, your kid was sick. <laughs> See, that just reinforces my advice of don't ever offer to take something whether it be a Necco wafer candy or vomit. Literally out of the kid's mouth. From a child. <laughs> it was awful. You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> and that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, subscribe. If you didn't like what you heard, still subscribe. It doesn't hurt you either way. Also, if you like what you heard, share this podcast with your friends. If you have a story inspired by our themes or buzzwords from today's podcast, let us hear it. Your story might be shared on a future podcast. Film or audio submissions can be emailed to theanecdotaldote at gmail.com. 
Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.